This week on This Scolari Life, the party is finally free of the bounty hunters. They'll more than likely send more sooner or later. But for now, we can sleep for now. They reminisce on the past. I killed a lobster. And learn of their new powers. That, that save needs to be so much higher. If you're trying to get glitter off of you, that is more than a six second action. They also remember some they already had. Can I get super today now, right? It's like six or seven. Holy shit. Who knew? As the new chapter begins to unfold. Fun fact, book two is all about Grogu's journey to the doctor to get his prostate examined. They meet new allies. Thaddeus Brumblecock? Thaddeus Brumblecock? I don't know him. Alright, yeah, I'll go and see him. They're going to this guy. You don't. But can they overcome new challenges? A creature lands behind you. Oh, sweet Jesus, that's a dragon. Listen to find out. Hello, everybody, and welcome to This Galarian Life. Those of you listening to this live get a second episode this week. We've decided that in celebration of episode 20, which is the end of book one, we will also give you the beginning of book two. So we're super excited to put out two episodes this week. We hope you are as well. If you're listening to this in the future, it's not going to be as exciting, but I hope you enjoy the episode regardless. As always, the growth of our show has been really, really awesome over the past couple months. I want to keep at it, so follow us on Twitter, follow, like us, review us on iTunes, all that kind of stuff. But, I won't hold you any longer. Welcome to episode 21, Eternal Mindscape of the Gnomish Mind. So, last week you guys ended book two by defeating Scarnivorous. There are a couple things he has on his person that you might find interesting. He's got two plus one short swords and a set of plus one spiked light fortification studded leather armor. You gave that to me already. I did. I spiked, yeah. If anybody else... I don't think anybody else it's going to be as useful to. If anyone wants to fight me for it, I will be running away from that battle. I mean, do you really want to fight for it? Just pick up bow. <laughs> Cyrix also has by a long shot. Far more easy than you. (laughs) Okay, so I wanted to kind of start this with just your guys' general impressions of book one. Um, Not necessarily my GM style, because I. Uh oh, we've let you know about that before. (laughs) Um, So, just in general, like the plot, the combats, or something you especially liked the way it was set up or anything like that. Who wants to go in any particular order? I know there've been some fun ones in there. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember like all the ones I like generally are probably like less combat heavy. You know what? I think the cave was fun. I was gonna say the cave yeah. was actually a really fun dungeon dive. Yeah. That was a pretty solid dungeon. I killed a lobster. <laughs> you did kill a lobster with a trident. Good job. I you also found a little rock dog. Yeah, that was a fun period because I was like, I think it, it was starting to pick up when Cyrix started, you know, murdering people. I think that's what? well. I've with, never killed someone before in my life. With with uh, whatever that vagina. guy was. No, 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 no. Not, no, I'm saying. Well, I, I'm just trying to remember his name. Clinton. Clinton. Yeah. Which to be fair, with a name like that, he was dying for some stupid reason. <laughs> he just had a fucking red shirt on, ready to go. I felt like the provision point survival mini game was a little bit 
tedious. Oh, bored to tears, absolutely. As you'll I, notice, we didn't continue that very long. Uh, yes. I kind of like it, but I'm like a weirdo who likes survival games, so I feel yes. like if you have the right mindset for it, and like if you had a, a more wilderness-based party, it definitely would would have gone better for us. I think it would was also like if we were playing it on the tabletop, it would have been easier. I was about easier. to say that. Like if we I were think... all in the same room, it might have been easier to explain. And I think if you had played with instead of me, somebody who knows how to play D and D and enjoys it, rather than. <laughs> sort of dislikes the mechanics and it's just here for the friendship and camaraderie. Let's never say that again. <laughs> I liked the 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 fight with the big beastie at one point too. That was fun. Oh, oh the uh the the Gashma. Gashma. Oh the fucking the, the one that killed me? Greg's uh, yeah. Yeah, actually. That was the best part about oh um I also enjoyed uh, I I thought it was kind of a pain in the ass but this like enemy camp that we had to devise our own assault for. Yes, and then they solved Especially, we realized that we solved the riddle by just brute forcing it. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, you all get bored and you just charge it and hope you don't die. Uh, we were just pushing our advantage and it kept, it kept letting us push it further. Yeah, they were yeah, kind of like, unawares. You all leveled up last time. Yeah. Anything, Grogu, I want you to go last, but anything interesting happened to anybody? Absolutely, I'll take it while I still remember for the next 10 seconds. I got studied strike. Which is, or wait, study, uh, study target, which is a move where I stare at a guy, and that's a move action, and then that lets me, that gives me plus two to attack and damage, and then it also I can do a studied strike now, which is where I do that and then I hit him, and that's a full round action I think, and it does uh, I just do my normal damage, and then I, if I hit and everything I add a one v six, and that also I believe um, your studied combat bonuses will go up equal to half your level. So at like level 10, you'll have a plus 5 to hit and damage. Yeah, that's I believe that's the case also. That's also what I believe. Erix? I got manifold tricks, uh, which means I can have a two tricks implanted at one time. Winky face. Um, or like manifold tricks, like because you got teeth in there or whatever. I also got uh, mental potency, which means spells that deal like um, do stuff to like a hit die amount of, of creatures that increases it, makes it more powerful. And I got a second level spell, which is Glitter Dust. Good choice. That's definitely going to save every turn. Yeah, but it reveals have, invisible have, enemies. Have fun taking it. One turn. Yeah, and also have fun with a negative four to your will. That, that save needs to be so much higher. If you're trying to get glitter off of you, that is more than a six-second action. Greg, did any, anything fun happen? Well, I uh, generally got better. Thank God for uh, four tech classes. Um, also, I got my second favorite enemy, which means now uh, I can be racist towards more things. I'm kind of just uh, explaining since I'm an old man and I'm suddenly getting better is I'm just remembering how to be a ranger again. And I kind of was just like, man, I'm really glad I'm killing goblins again. And then I had my leg kind of hurt because of that whole uh, evil fae curse. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I hate the fae, too. Fuck those guys. How do you, how do you get how do you get these racist abilities? Do you take a point? In <laughs> you see, it comes from a long <laughs> life of hard work determination, and homicide. Part of favorite enemy is I've just killed him so much, I know how to kill him better. Did you get a feat? Uh, I did. I uh, finally picked up weapon focus longbow, which means I hit slightly better with a plus one. Okay. Uh, Kroko, kiss your throat. So Gorgug is now level five, which is important. 
because now he gets a very fancy weapon. But most importantly, I took a new spell. I took Mirror Image, which is basically Yu-Gi-Oh's little... Actually, you know how Johnny Cage moves in Mortal Kombat? That's how Gorg yes. moves now when he casts that spell. So it's very hard to hit him <laughs> while he's moving. And I also got Arcane Bond. My archetype of Bard is more melee-focused. And so I get this instead of Suggestion. It allows me to wield a weapon like a wizard would with a bonded item. It allows me to cast any one of my spells once per day for free through that weapon. And also, it's just a really good weapon. Uh, did you get a feat? Oh, I chose power attack. It's about fucking time. Yeah, goddamn. <laughs> weapon focus first. Speaking of that arcane bond, Grogu, as you're standing over the body of Scarnivorous, perhaps uh, you're... I'm sorry, pissing on the body of Scarnivorous. God damn it, can't you wait for us to at least loot him first before you start doing that? We did loot him. Uh, no fun. Fun fact, book two is all about Grogu's journey to the doctor to get his prostate examined. Oh, I got it for him. I'll get it for <laughs> there. No, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gnome's arm. <laughs> you are a gnome, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, your arm is definitely the right size for my asshole. There you go, oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'll check for one or whatever the hell, however the hell you check for prostate cancer. <laughs> the point is, he's getting in there. Hey, make a heel check. Please, God, don't. I'm going to pay you. I am going to have my asshole roll acrobatics. Please stop. Oh, he beats you with a natural 20. Wouldn't it be like a CMD? I could just shove my head up there. I do have dark vision. Traxon, I'll tell you this. There are warning signs. There are red flags. All right. Uh, I, I will let you know that technically an orc's asshole counts as magical darkness, so dark vision will not be enough. As you are urinating on the body of Scarnivorous, you, you feel a certain change in weight in your scabbard on your side. The scabbard given to you uh, by the gentleman at the bar after your sword was removed from you from the general all those years ago. Oh, god damn it. All right, I put my cock away and I check out the scabbard. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. It was going to have role-playing implications. Uh, there is a new sword in it. If you remove it, you recognize this as the old sword you had back in the day, magically transported back to your side. There are some small differences. Where it's, it used to be a short sword, you seem to gain the affinity for long swords now. It's grown in half a little bit. It's a little bit longer. Does anybody have spellcraft? I do. I do. Go ahead and make them spellcrafts. I think I've got it too if you both roll shitty. Gorgug rolls a 12. Mm. I rolled a 6. Mm. I rolled a 19. I'm looking at the wrong number. I have a 19. This is indeed your old sword, but the magical properties on it have changed ever so slightly. It is a plus one long sword with the magical property known as training. Oh my god, there's a train attached. I can go choo choo. So here's what we're going to do. Each of you were given a magical item at one point or another by that fox boy. I have a list set up for each of your characters as, as well as the team where those items become upgraded. Um, Cyrix, for example, hers has already been upgraded with her interaction with um, Ferrum when she went under zero hit points. And Ferrum saved her. It became a amulet of natural armor her locket truxton has also got upgraded and he was able to retrieve a long-lost ancestor's sword from his bag 
Killing Scarnivorous has increased each of your items level to plus one. So those that haven't been activated (coughs) are now activated. And uh, Truxton Syrixes will be upgraded to level two. So does that that mean I I get another plus to my AC? We'll talk about that. Who who wants to go first? Well, Grogu's gone first. And he'll have some thinking to do about this. Who wants to go? William, his hasn't been activated yet. Oh god, my compass? Uh, I think, was it a compass or was it a pocket watch? I'm pretty sure it's a pocket watch because I just did that episode. And if it's not, it is now. (laughs) I don't... Maybe it was like one of those pocket watches that have like a compass face on it. It's a pocket watch with a symbol of a tree and an axe, I believe, on it. Not even Aristil? No, it's not specific to him. Fucking weak. Not even my real god. Okay, so... Along with the items upgrading, that book you found has also been upgraded. So it has descriptions of what the items are. Mm. Um, so this is an item, if you, you'll eventually figure it out, um, this is an item known as the Woodsman's Timepiece. Mm. At level one, it examines your future and brings some of that future energy to your present. But there's a bit of and random chance. The Woodsman's Timepiece. I need you to roll a 1d4. On a 1, your weapon is upgraded. On a 2, your armor is upgraded. A 3 is some sort of... The the timepiece takes on some kind of properties of a wondrous item. And on a 4... I die horribly? It is dealer's choice. Dealer's choice? Well, let's see how them bones roll out. 2! That is armor. Give me a I second. have a plus one chain shirt and a plus one buckler in the armor uh, department. Roll a d10 for me. Here we go again on my own. Ooh, one. What do I get? What do I get? I hope it's missed mail. It's a chain shirt? Uh, yes, the plus one chain shirt currently. Um, so your timepiece grants a bonus to whatever armor you're wearing as long as it has a plus one to it. So this chain shirt is now a plus one defiant chain shirt. Uh, armor and shield of this special ability excel at blocking the attacks of certain types of creatures, similar to a bane weapons excelling against certain foes. Against a designated foe, the item's enchantment bonus to AC is plus two better than its actual bonus and provides DR2 against attacks from that foe. This will apply to anything you take your favorite enemy in. So I guess just add that to your favorite enemy section. Is this a is this a GM magic item or is it something I can? It is a GM magic item. Does it only apply to my favorite enemy, yes. or like how does it? Normally, a defiant defiant item is like comes with an enemy attached, but this will apply to any of your favorite enemies, and it doesn't matter what level of favorite enemy it is. Okay, and it always adds a plus two. Yes, plus two and dr two. Oh, dr two. Dr two slash. It's like barbarian dr. You fucking yeah. piece of shit. Nothing can overcome it. Oh, Gorgu's gonna fucking overcome it. Come here, boy. <laughs> be my Back the fuck up. Right I can put orc. Go learn what fucking combat feats on si- on, on my sword. Well, that's pretty neat. Yeah, uh, it's I'm channel gonna go smite. Write that down real quick. Uh, who wants to go next? Truxton. Sure. Uh, Truxton, your bag is an item called the Dealer's Bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, it becomes a plus one bag of holding, okay. which is an extra dimensional space, which lets you carry oh. a lot more weight. I know what that is. Okay. Okay. 
And then it has... Although technically isn't any bag a bag of holding. So is this like the Aldi's bag? The like nice old plastic yeah. bag? You get yeah, it you like, like that. And then it has two other features. As a full How round... How the fuck did I get this lame-ass bag? Everyone just else got me... some magic timepiece. Or... Just let me keep going. Fucking Mega Man gun. Alright. As a full round action, you can basically roll a d20 and if it comes out to be an 11 or more you can pull an item out that might help you in any given situation you can do that once a day okay would you like to try it now no i'd like to well, save it for when it might be useful well you see a note in the bottom of the back the day's still young yeah, all right i'll take the note uh it it says to my are you like what? is this hard to read or something did you write yeah. this down and what's what's the opposite of ancestor descendant to my potential descendants if you come into contact with this bag sam place... that was really smart i just wanted to point that out i it would have taken me a full 30 seconds to come up with anything if you come into contact with this bag and retrieve any items from it as the bag grows in strength Place those items back in the bag and pull them back out. Your friend, Gregor Pendleton. Oh, who the fuck? Yeah, I know who that is. That's a fact. Wait, so we not Gregor. Wait, so you're telling me if we put a magic item in the bag, it comes out stronger? If the bag is stronger? Yes, I, Derek. That is yes. I mean, if the bag, if the item came from the bag, which so far you only have one item that does has done that. Can I put myself in there and come back as one of the? Fat like dads who get good commercial roles. Uh, you come out as level five. Oh, leveled up again, boys. That's the only way no. you can level from now on. <laughs> you have to get in the bag for 20 minutes. I like the bag, man. It's dark, it's quiet. <laughs> I like the bag. Put your rapier in it, boy. All right, I put the rapier in it. Okay. All right, I pull it out. It is now a plus one inspired rapier. Oh, what does that do? So normally, when you Two attacks? <laughs> oh my god. That would have been smarter, wouldn't it? Um, so normally when you use inspiration in combat, it uses up two two inspiration points. Yeah. Now it only uses one. Oh, hell yeah. So you can so I get D6. two per day now, right? Yeah. Oh, it's like, it's, combat? it's like six or seven. Holy shit. Who knew? Also, eventually you'll come into contact with an ability called Fired Combat or something. It's like in two levels. If you use inspiration, it, it reduces your inspiration by plus by one, so it won't take any inspiration. But instead, if you spend an inspiration dice, you add that d6 to your damage instead of your, your attack roll. Okay. Remind me of that, because I'm going to be confused. Okay. But, but just from the plus one, you get an additional plus one in damage, which I've already added oh. to your character sheet. All right. Sweet. Uh, so, Cyrix. Yes. Uh, this is the Thoughts Locket, or the Thought Kit. Yes. The basic premise of this item is that it stores stores memories that have been lost to, like, you can place memories in it or have memories stolen, and they're in there, and you can gradually unlock them, which is basically the difference between your item and everybody else's, is as you unlock memories, it becomes stronger. Okay. Um, so this time around, you get a glimpse of yourself being exceedingly strong in the in terms of like psychic magic you maybe see yourself see yourself at the lake when you're when you just kind of exploded mm-hmm. um so you're 
along with the plus one to natural armor that it once granted, yes. uh, you can add your charisma modifier to your armor class as a dodge bonus equal to the level of your locket. Okay, I don't quite care what that means, but... You get a plus two to AC. Are you kidding me? That's wonderful. You have like 47 AC now. I have 18 (laughs) AC, motherfuckers! Oh, never mind. You got shitty AC. 17, because I already had one in there for the locket. So, so that's a mechanic I'm adding. Uh, I have a list of things that could potentially level you up. Uh, Big... Big boss fights will always do it. While you're adding a mechanic, throw a claw on my ass or something so I get another <laughs> attack. That's the that's that's the level three ability of the bag. So you all are walking back to camp. Wait, Derek, uh, you never asked me what I do with the sword. What'd you do with the sword, Grogu? So for all of you in the know at the podcast or uh, playing uh, or listening at home, uh, the training ability on a sword grants it one free combat feat while it's being wielded. So I had to make a tough choice. It came down to either Cornigon Smash or Intimidating Prowess. Intimidating Prowess would allow me to also add my strength bonus to any Intimidate skill checks while in combat, which would have been another smooth plus five, which would have looked at my Intimidate in combat to a plus 20. That's tempting. However, I chose Cornigon Smash, which if I hit an enemy with my sword, I get to immediately, as a free action, Intimidate check them to make them shaken. Uh, for flavor purposes, we will imagine that Gorgu's Magic sword, whenever it hits an enemy, transmits the pain and loss in his heart to his opponents as PTSD <laughs> war flashbacks. <laughs> That's beautiful. You, you can Cornagon smash me anytime, baby. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> Smacks her with a sword. She's dead. <laughs> so before we get back to the story, I have one question to ask. Okay, go for it. Do you want to use Camp Redjaw as your uh, base of operations, or you want to stick with the caves? But the army knows that Camp Redjaw's there. Yeah, maybe. It sounds like caves, one vote for the caves. I like the caves. I need one more vote for them caves. I mean, the caves are nice and all. They got fresh water, protection. All right, that's but three for the caves. The, <laughs> also that whole underdark highway in the bottom and the fact that they, we'd be trapped in there. But we'd also be trapped in the camp. There's ditches all around. I guess. It's just... But I one do see where you're fort- going with. One is a natural fortification. The other one is a, uh, what are the words I'm looking for? Uh, yeah, like a man-made fortification. One is definitely more stealthy. And I feel like right now we should say, you know what? Let's go cave. Okay. I, I talked myself. Oh, did you, oh, did you talk yourself into cave? <clears throat> I did, in fact, talk myself into the cave. Mm. It's an uh, interesting uh, choice for Greg's character voice good movement to go into. Well, I just talked myself into a device that emits light even though there's, you know, it's just some filament. And I think that's pretty smart. So you guys are heading back to them caves. Yes. As you approach, maybe... Actually, you know what? Light bulbs would be good for the cave. I did invent that. Just... (laughs) That's canon. Sounds good. Thank you. Jet and Rena are maybe talking by the fire. I imagine... We give Rufus, them their valuables back. Rufus is riding a top rock dog. Wee guys, this is so fun! And you approach, and you're all bloodied up. So Rena, being the healer, runs up to you. What happened? Well, Hobgoblin <laughs> probably isn't much of a problem anymore. For now. What do you mean? Are we, are we safe? For now. But they'll more than likely send more sooner or later. But for now, we can sleep for now. Real uh, beacon of strength and hope there, Greg. I mean, Yay! I'm going to sleep well. I'm I killed so many hobgoblins. Just goblins in not, in that, not in that last fight you didn't. 
actually. Play the tape back. Bugabear. Or Goog. <laughs> I went there. You were there. It's all that counts. We're a team. So over the next couple weeks, maybe months, you start fortifying the camp and turning it more into a community than just a refugee uh, refugee camp. Ooh, a uh, YMCA, huh? I, I need to find I need to find a Rufus, by the way. Hey there, girl. No. <laughs> hey there, girl, girl. How are you? Is he a fucking goblin? <laughs> Goddamn. I don't remember. It's meat one. Just do the, the speaking <laughs> voice, Derek. Hey there, girl. Hey there, girl. How are you? I rolled with tackies with the best. You literally just did like a nerdy neckbeard kid voice. Hey there, hey there, Oh my god. Hey, for God's hey. sakes, just do a little boy voice, like a ten year old voice, Derek. Hey there, Gargurg. No, <laughs> don't sound like there's a character voices. Well, hi, Mr. Gorgug. How are you? Hello, Gorgug. Hello, Gorgug. Boy, how have you been spending your time? I've been riding Rocky. The fuck is Rocky? I take my old longsword off my back and toss it to him. Wow, it's much taller than me. When did you last talk to your parents, boy? The night before they were murdered. Good. I'm your new daddy now, bitch. No, uh... <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going to spend my next... The next month teaching him the dance of blades. We're going to have a good time. Uh, I'm looking around... I don't really... All these other refugees are, are basically little fucks. They don't stand a chance in combat. But I like Rufus. He's just dark enough. He's seen pain. I'm going to teach this boy how to defend himself. You see a glint in his eye. A sad glint, but a glint nonetheless. And he says, I love you, Daddy Gorgook. I lean forward. I, I am calling the police. I lean forward, by the way. Whenever you use that sword, just remember what they did to you. I will, sir. Good! He becomes a grown man after one month of training. <laughs> So I'm just sitting, I'm just like standing a few feet away, laughing proudly. You want to learn how to use a sword too, <laughs> asshole? So I know how to use one, I'm just better with this. Do they got a Razzie award for worst character voices? Because, God, my voice is dying. So yeah, stop. my Gorgu's not at his best right now. I've been drinking too much milk. <laughs> <laughs> I always drink milk before the podcast. That's maybe what's going on. Okay, so as the month passes... My, my lips were on God. My lips have not touched a glass of milk in upwards of five years. As the month passes, um, it, it becomes kind of like a community. There's not any real threat, so people start returning to what their previous occupations were. Maybe people start farming, people start crafting. People start fucking. Cyrix gets half weapons. the camp gonorrhea. Yes, indeed. Um, and... They decide to rebrand the camp into its own little town. Books suggest that the name be Mist Home. The camp is an app. But if you want to name it something else, I am cool with that. Yeah, we're not naming it Mist Home, so that's right out the gate. We're not naming it that. Uh, Truxton's Paradise? No. (laughs) Or Goog's Gulch? No. What's a good cave-based pun? New York City. A good cave-based pun? Yeah. Uh, Cave and Haven. That is... No, not a good one, but that is a pun, technically. That is... It's closer to what we're looking for. Trollcock Rock. No. Uh, how about Diamond Dog Hideout, after our not little bad. crystal boy? That's not bad. We could be the Diamond Dog. We could change our militia name. Ooh, that's I cool. like that. I kind of like that, actually. That's kind of sick. We're gonna get sued! Bring it, Kojima, you fucking weird dude. 
Wait, is that a thing already? Is Diamond Dog a thing? It's too cool not to be a thing. It's Metal Gear Solid Five, asshole. Bro, I don't. I never played that. Also, we would we'd get Konami how, and Kojima. How how dare you insult Hideo Kojima like that? Is I like Hideo Kojima. I didn't just didn't play MGS Five. It's a good game. Um, that's what I heard. Excavators End. That's not bad. How about uh? Not calling it Crystal Kingdom. I was gonna say Crystal Caverns, but that's too boring. That sounds um, like a Fortnite location. Yeah, it, it literally Mer- does. Yeah, Mer- Merrimack Cavern. I, I like Excavators End. Yeah, also, that's, that's if only cool. to move this along. Shut up, Derek. Do we want to try and go the pun name, or do we want a real goddamn name? Cause well, Excavators End things. is not a pun name. That's good. Or, like, we could do a thing with Scarnivorous, too. We could do, like, uh, I don't know. What's a, what's a good, like, synonym for kind of hideout? Scar- Scarnivorous is Folly? Yeah, something like that. Something cool like that. It sounds like a Fallout name or something. Oh, wait. Iron Fang Folly is pretty good. Will, what do you think? Iron Fang's Folly? Yep. Sounds You're not Will. And then parentheses, it's a cave. So as if if this were like a movie or a video game, at this point, one of you would like cut the ceremonial ribbon in front of the cave, say, I declare you Iron Fang's Folly. I got and... it. Are you tall enough? All right. I declare you Truxton's Treehouse. Nailed it. I After a long conversation of calling it. Parentheses, it's a cave. I have an aneurysm and die. And slap Truxton as is tradition. And then the DM says, roll a d20 to hit. Do I got an attack of opportunity? And then the credits begin to roll. (laughs) And then, this is a, uh, one of those marathon movie theater sessions, so book two immediately starts. At some point during your next month, nothing so far has really happened, but a, your alarm traps begin to go off. Okay, it sounds like something happened. Well, at at this point, something's happening. Nothing has happened. Nothing happens. Up to this point, nothing is. I mean, there's some deer. There's there's a scare with a wasp. He got okay. he got real close to Rufus. There we go. There we go. Do some exposition, Derek. Come on. Have I had sex with anyone in camp? You've had no. sex with so many people in camp, and you they're all me. dead. He's lying. <laughs> You've got a bit of a reputation around the camp now. Rufus got stung by a bee. He's very sad, but he's kept his spirits up. Shut the fuck up, Rufus. <laughs> Uh, Rena found some special herbs in the woods for you, Truxton. Nice. Gorgug's gonna hit that shit too. Gorgug and I have confused the every uh, every five years rule for every five minutes for prostate exams. <laughs> <laughs> and as you're having a p- particularly in-depth conversation about prostate health, the alarm bells go off. About damn time. Um, I sneak. To the front of the cave to see what's going on. I assume it's deer and continue to sleep. Uh, Sarix, make a perception check. 19. That's good. There is a small humanoid creature who is who's laying like flat on his face, uh, apparently tripped over one of your trip wires because he's such a tiny boy that he actually fell over the thin wire instead of actually breaking it. It seems to be a gnome in like leather armor and on his back you can see some sort of like liquid concoctions does he look like anyone i know absolutely not i mean unless you're racist because he kind of looks like truxton because he know <laughs> well you said liquid concoctions on his back and i i call out uh he rem- the li- the concoctions kind of remind you of the guy from the camp red jaw who's throwing bombs at you but these aren't uh... bombs Actually, they remind you of Truxton's extracts, his potions that he never takes. Uh, I call out, who goes there? He stands up, like, like he stands up slowly and dusts themselves off, and he goes, My name is 
Thaddeus Brumblebush, because I'm a gnome, and all of our names are silly. Do I know this guy? No. <laughs> you're not here. Oh. Uh, by the looks of it, you're Cyrix? Depends on who's asking. Thaddeus Brumblebush. Yeah, who do you work for, Thaddeus? I would imagine nobody you've ever heard of. Mm. How do well, you know they, oh, who a I am? Huh? A hipster. Uh, go ahead and make just make a sense motive for me. I wish I was there. I'd sense the hell out of the motives. Twelve. You don't sense any insidious intent. Mm. Do I feel like he's the only one there? <laughs> At least she didn't perceive anybody. You're real decent. He didn't answer my question, though, so I ask it again. How do question? you know who I am? That's a longer conversation than, can you bring out the others? Truxton and Grogoog and Greg, but not Jacques. And how, why should I trust you? How do I know there's not an ambush out here? So he pulls out a wand from his pocket and casts a spell in every direction around him except for your direction and it is so giant balls of fire burst out in every direction covering a fairly large area uh and nobody screams nobody moves nobody does anything if this was an ambush i would have just done a lot of damage to those people i was working with what do you need to trust me he's using the sean connery voice you know he's a good guy Fine, I will go bring everyone out, but I swear to God, if this turns out to be a trap, you're the last person that's going to die, and it's going to be painful. And okay. I go back into the cave, and I make sure to lock it up behind me. And he tells you he agrees to those terms. Is Truxton going to be cool with other gnomes, or is it going to be an issue? <laughs> Why would this be an issue? Well, you know, I, go, I go back down to camp, and I wake Truxton up first. Uh, well, What's happening? Uh, who the fuck are you? Go away. Look, I don't want to be one of... You gotta stop waking me up in the middle of the night, Cyrix. Yeah, well, it's because I'm secretly in love with you, Truxton. Um, there's, a, there's a gnome outside that wants to talk to you. What business has he got with me? Mm, I have no idea. He didn't say anything? Listen, I got a few people in my past who I'd rather not speak to, so it's all the same to you. I'm going back to bed. Thaddeus Brumblecock? Thaddeus Brumblecock? I don't know him. All right, yeah, I'll go and see him. <laughs> there I know this guy. You don't. Okay. <laughs> I go wake up right. uh, Grogook and Greg. With a name like Thumblecock, which isn't his name. It's, what is it, Thumblebush? Thimblebush. Thimblecock. If this is a joke, I'm going to kill you. All right, Todd, big dick, what's, okay. your, what's your story? Yet right. again, Grogook wakes up fully naked in bed. Is <laughs> pissed off and heads towards the door. Wow, only five inches. I'm surprised. It's a cold kick. <laughs> it's a it's a coke can five inches though it's greg good. every single time i've woken you up something actually has been going on i give her a look but i'm like getting dressed i love that we all sleep naked that's it just shows a lot of oh, I've, I've security been, I, I mean i'm putting my armor on like i don't sleep with my armor on you get this advantage for I, i've done this whole thing just in my pajamas i don't have pajamas truxton sleeps truxton sleeps fully armed I thought you said you... Never mind. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I probably... That's probably not canon. Who cares? <laughs> Podcast fans, fucking get at me on Twitter. Hi, Custodian. I need more followers. We all so, go yeah. out. So as you exit the cave, he's he's kind of... He started up a fire, and he's got a small... I don't want to say cauldron, because he's not a witch, but a like a melting pot kind of thing going on, and he's mixing mixing ingredients. And when he notices you walk out, he goes... Good. All of you are here. Ask your questions now. Uh, who the fuck are you? Why did you want to see me? 
I'm Thaddeus Thimblecock. I'm Thaddeus. Right. Thaddeus. Yes. Is it Bramblebush? Thaddeus Bramblebush. Okay. Let's just go with Thimblecock. I'm from a town north of here, a large town, uh, oh. Long Shadow. If Montreal. You've heard of it. It's, it's the Montreal of Nermathox, in a way. Uh, it's it's called Long Shadow. Uh, and so far, it's outside of the control of the Iron Fangs. Mm-hmm. One of the last remaining places that is. Okay. Now, I know I, I bugged you about not enough exposition earlier, but now I'm going the opposite text. Too much exposition. Get to the point. I work for a woman. A, oh, a That's tr- embarrassing. Yeah, she could, she could kill me with one spell, though, so. Yeah, who couldn't? I, <laughs> those were rude. My boss is a very strong wizard. Okay, same sentence, uh, got it. Yes, wizard this time. And she has foresaw certain events in the history of this war. Uh, it seems as you all may play a part in it. Right now, I, I'm literally being lulled to sleep by this, this bedtime story that you're, you're telling right now. These, you these, divinations, these divinations are not precise, sir. I but my hand over Truxton's mouth. From all, from all visions, it seems like you all will have a part in the history of this country. I start licking Sirius' hand. <laughs> so I beg of you to shut your fucking mouth, boy. Oh, the bad, bad tack take with me, buddy. Oh, I have not taken my hand off. You may as well kill mouth. me. Gorgu gets so much respect for this man. <laughs> he kind of he, he gathers. When you're back to bed. He's very cranky. He gathers himself, kind of, and I'm afraid that this this conflict might be bigger than any of us, bigger than this country, bigger than hell, bigger than glory, and it extends deeper than I could possibly imagine. And deeper than I could imagine, though. Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> you have the deepest memory. Cut to the chase, gnome. That Who Pete needs... Davidson imagination. Cut to the chase. <laughs> Cut to the chase, gnome. Who needs to die? All I offer, all I can offer, is information because these events that and extremely long boss, explanations. You can also my offer boss that. Is, don't short sell yourself. My boss has sent to me. These events have not occurred. They are only oh like, really likely. Truxton, my gonna... hand is still on your mouth, Truxton. I'm getting. Into well, this it. is all. This is all muffled. Then this, this, is, my, <laughs> this is my internal monologue. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, can't silence that. <laughs> this I'm, I'm is actually getting wanted... into the licking thing. <laughs> Actually, you know what? He pulls out a wand from his pocket, points it at uh, Truxton. Make me a will save, buddy. (laughs) What's my will? All things good. Uh, Okay, Will Will is here, so I guess I'm good, right? I I will grant the gnome bardic inspiration on this uh, on this attack. I also uh, painfully. It's not an attack. I also. I know. I have a a plus four. First of all. Just make so Truxton's going to take a negative two to his will save? Okay, I'm taking. A, I'm getting a 21. How's that? It's actually a 19. Yep, that's right. Okay, keep it going. Uh, he casts it again. Make a will save. Nope. <laughs> uh, he, was attempting to, he was attempting to cast the spell Silence. Well, that's fine. Again, the internal monologue cannot be silent. You're not necessarily hearing any of this, the rest of you. It's just what I'm thinking. So, the only thing I can offer you all is information. Uh, these yeah. events have not happened, but... <sighs> <laughs> These events have not happened yet, but they are destined to. And instead of telling you what you're up against, I thought maybe I'd show you. He he gathers the liquid from the cauldron, uh, pours it into a bottle, lets it cool for a second, and then just drinks it. 
and from the center of his forehead uh, pops up like a portal of sorts. Is it like the Teletubby TVs that they have on their tummies? No. <laughs> so he he trans he it grows and gets about as big as him and gets about as big as Grogoog and he kind of takes his hands and pushes it forward and there is a portal in space right in front of you and he says, "My boss granted me she is capable of creating these things called mindscapes. They are not planes of existence, but they are." physical in a way she's transplanted some of the her divinations into this area so you could see what you're up against now some of this information may be cryptic because it's not perfect but if you'll join me for just a moment i i looked i look, does not trust this I, I wait hold on gorgug looks at the ranger and points at the uh mindscape portal what do you think can I get a sense motive on our friend here? Yeah, go ahead. That's a 28. You think he's trying to help you? Well, he seems helpful. It's All a right. shame that the little one went to bed. I totally make him do it first. You mean knowledge arcana checks or... I'm not that kind of ranger. Yeah, I'm right? not that kind of I ranger. got that. I got that. Hold on. Or Cyrix, give me a roll plus like 15. Oh, oh just, just, okay. Because <laughs> this is like psychic magic. 18. I can can roll it if you want. 21. Okay, DC 20. So, Mindscapes are, unless created specifically for the purpose of doing harm, which I'll get to that in a second, generally safe. Like, if you go into one, you don't take damage, you just perceive. From the base coloration of the lights around the portal, Truxton, you believe this is that kind of Mindscape. All right. So nobody's challenging us to a second um, duel or anything. No. And Greg, carrying over that sense motive, Thaddeus also knows that this is entirely safe. And then he says something like, when you're in there, you're not going to take any damage. You might get into a fight, but it, it, it doesn't matter. You can just, we can just advance time and whatever. No damage does damage. For the purpose of that, we're going to double your hit points before you go in. All right, let's go, bitches. Y'all are going? It's oh, too early for magical shenanigans. Uh, so you enter, and you are at the gates of a large town. Whether you move or not, you're kind of like on almost a a fantasy conveyor belt, where the ground is just kind of like moving you towards the entrance of the gate. And as you approach within ten feet of the gates, they slowly swing open. You see this bustling town, but nobody's interacting with each other they're just kind of moving around like automatons uh there's a guy with bread and he's just moving from one shop to another back to the other shop back to the other shop oh my god it's a video game and that seems like the general thing with everybody uh thaddeus says this is my town of long shadow and talking unicorn talking unicorn over here is the town center, the city hall, if you will. When my employer created this mindscape, uh, the thing that gave her pause were these three creatures who stand right in front of it. They are totally out of place. They don't match anybody from the town, but they're they're just kind of there. If you guys look towards them, you can't really, like, they're humanoid, but you can't really make out any features. Uh, so when 
when my boss uh, Nava, when my boss Nava looked into these creatures, she they kind of discovered that they're not here in the town yet, but they will be, and something isn't going right with them. So what do you do? Okay, uh, Gorgug will approach approach the creatures and try to talk to them. I approach with Gorgug. As you approach, they don't do anything until you get within 10 feet. I want to be within 30. That's fine. The one in the middle says, You will not defend Long Shadow. And they make an attack roll. Who's, who'd be up front? They fire a hand crossbow. Uh, it's me. Um, that is a natural one. So the arrow goes flying past you, Grogu. Uh, give me initiative checks. Okay, so it is Greg's turn. So these things are not goblins or fey? Uh, they are not. Alright, I guess. Uh, I'm gonna pump that one to the north with, uh, two arrows. Okay, go ahead. And I am gonna be using deadly aim. Does a 23 hit? Yep. I'm guessing an 11 doesn't. No. Darn the bad luck. The second your arrow hits this blurred out featureless creature, oh. it it transforms into a fully featured Iron Fang Hobgoblin. Oh, that's interesting. Truxton, it's your turn. Yeah, I'm going up and I'm, I'm going to attack. The one with the uh, death arrow thing. Yes. Yep, go ahead. 25. That hits. Nice. Okay, eight. So, eight. So, it, it doesn't seem like the damage matters because the second you hit him he transforms again into the best way to describe it is this like almost like featureless he's like a humanoid shape with just no facial features no muscle tone no nothing added in it's like a fleshy like yeah like a fleshy robot kind of thing but i mean he's not a construct it's a it's a monstrous humanoid but he no features okay and it is their turn. He'll five foot step back, make a attack roll against Truxton. 16 doesn't hit, right? Uh, no. Okay, so the next one, the middle one, will make an attack roll against Grogu, who's immediately next to him. The 21 hit. Yes, it does. And you haven't acted yet, right? Correct. Uh, take nine damage. <laughs> but it, it, you've felt crossbow bolts before. This doesn't hurt. I mean, the points come off, but it, you don't feel pain. Um, and then it's the last one's turn. Who will uh, make an attack roll at Cyrix? That's a natural 20. Uh, does a 24 confirm? Yes. Uh, take 16 damage, but once again, you don't feel pain. Uh, and it's Cyrix's turn. Uh, I'm going to stare at the one that just hit me, and I will roll to hit him with my whip. Does a 26 hit? That hits. 20 damage. Okay, so what happens is from that one hit, you see him very quickly transform from what he currently is, that blurred out humanoid kind of creature, mm-hmm. to the Iron Fang Hobgoblin, to that featureless kind of creature. And he's otherwise still up. Grogook. Charging power attack. Middle one. You know it. Does a 19 hit? Yeah. 20 damage. Okay, so same thing. As Cyrix, you did enough damage to make him cycle through two. So he he's blurred out creature, hobgoblin, featureless creature. Uh, Greg, your turn. I'm going to take a five-foot step forward, and that northern northmost one, I'm going to take another shot at them. Should I roll damage for the first no, time? You don't need to worry about damage. Let's see, and I am going to uh, give it two arrows again. Well, the a first... 26 is going to hit. 
the first one's dead. Well, so he kind of just like fades out. Um, so you don't see him faint or anything, but he just kind of fades as if you broke an illusion or something like that. Do you do anything with that second shot? Like switch targets or anything? Uh, I don't think I can do that technically. So, Truxton. Yes? It's your turn. Okay. Five foot step, and I'm going to do, as a movement action, uh, stare at the guy, 24. And same thing, he kind of fades from existence. Okay. It's that last one's turn. He is on the bottom, he's going to take a shot at Rogoog. Uh, 16 misses. Alright. Uh, your turn. Um, I'm going to do the same thing. Roll the hit. Does an 18 hit. You hit, and same thing. He fades from existence, but this time, as he fades, the world kind of, like, goes black. And then all of a sudden, it lights up again, and you are in the center of, like, a fort. Um, there's a, a large, large, like, tower kind of structure to the front facing you. Uh, otherwise, it's just, you know, general fort kind of things. I look back to the gnome. Actually, the one thing you do notice is outside of the fort, are, you're in a very clearly forested area. It's reminiscent of the Fangwood. I look back to the gnome. Who brought us here? What the hell were those things? Uh, give me knowledge local roll. Don't have it, so I will. Uh, I can do that. Uh, 22. Well, I mean, first they were humanoid creatures, and then they were hobgoblins. Okay. And... The last thing you seem to remember a creature called a doppelganger that can take the appearance of any other creatures. Uh, so they like examine a creature and then can take on a nearly perfect disguise of said creature. I hate fake friends. That's approach the fortress. Did You're already in the fortress. What? Do we see anything else cool around us? <clears throat> There's just the big tower kind of thing. I go to the big tower. Is it phallic in nature? So the gnome Thaddeus says, so we we don't know exactly what's going on in Long Shadow, but we have a better idea of what's happening here. This is a fort in the northern Fangwood Forest known as Fort Reeston. Perhaps you've heard of it, perhaps you haven't. Is this the one that I saw in a vision? No, it... You saw another fort okay. um, in the Fangwood. The, from what we can gather, the Iron Fangs have made this fort a base of operations, and they have a general, and we don't know much about them, but it's definitely not a hobgoblin, definitely not a bugbear, something entirely different. Buffet. We, I've always gotten here in the Mindscape area, and the second I touch that door to the tower, it just kind of goes black. So I don't know what information we can gather here, but there's more, more in the next area. So just, I guess we should just touch the door. I, but, but keep in mind, Fort Reeston is apparently important for some reason. I touch the door. Um, nothing happens. Open the door. I open it. It opens up. It's just, there's a hallways to either side and then a staircase going forward. If we can go in, boy. But give me perception checks. I'm good at those. How's a 26 do? Truxton glances at his watch. Don't worry, it's almost over. 25. Okay. A creature lands behind you. Oh, sweet Jesus, that's a dragon. That is a black adult dragon. Time to go. Time to fucking go, boys. And he takes a series of attack rolls at your good friend Thaddeus. Well, rest in peace, Thaddeus. Now... In the goddamn 
Pathfinder 2nd Edition playtest, I killed that stupid red dragon. Now I'm having to deal with another adult dragon. R.I.P. to a semi-real one. Okay, it's called so dragons, he bites at your friend and hits. He takes a claw attack at your friend and it hits. He takes a claw attack at your friend and it hits. He swings his tail at your friend and it hits. Or it misses. He swings a wing at your friend and it misses. Yo, I want to be this fucking dragon. He swings another (laughs) wing at your friend and it hits. So this boy is going to take some damage. Uh, He takes 42 damage. And he lets out a petrifying scream. And it's Greg's turn. For God's sakes, get in the fucking tower. Retreat. Retreat. Boy, howdy, I don't have a favorite enemy dragon. Uh, yeah, I'm going to shoot one arrow. And then I think I'm probably just going to shoot out. And uh, roll 14. Uh, my one shot. And I'm going to fall back to uh, not near the dragon. <laughs> and that's going to be a miss. Uh, Truxton. Yeah, I'm running away. Okay. Where are you running away to? With my friends. Okay. It's that dragon's turn. He will move up. Use a breath weapon. This is a it's a uh, acid breath weapon, and it is used in a line. 80 feet. Oh, great. So he's going to fire it. I want to fight with stuff. He's going to fire it in a line from the uh, Thaddeus to Greg. Oh, bitch. Uh... Does that hit you me? Mean, um, no. Uh, DC 20 reflex save. All of us? Oh. No. Yeah, I rolled an 11. Okay. Uh, 14. Not you. Just just Greg. Uh, so you're going to take full damage, Greg. Please be gentle. How much health do we get in this dreamscape? Double. 37 damage. That's good, because I base have like 30 health. And... So it hits the alchemist, and he screams and dies, and his body is still there. Yeah, it's time to go. Uh, Cyrix, it's your turn. Agreed. I'm going to... <sighs> Greg, what's your wolf save look like? Uh, it's my weakest save. It's four. I want to cast Glitter Dust, but I also don't want to fuck over Greg. Cast in a space that doesn't affect Greg. Okay, well, I cast it in a space that doesn't affect Greg. So I shoot it at the dragon and calculate it so that the very edges would end before Greg. And I'm staring at the dragon, so it's going to take a negative two penalty to his will save. And I'm sure it's going to make it, but whatever. What's the DC? Uh, 16. 17. Cool. I'm going to run the fuck away. Okay. Grogoog. I will also... I'm going to hold my axe until after Greg is able to make this escape. Greg. Uh, it's time to just fucking run. We outie fight Thaudi. Wait, wait. Where's our down friend? The dragon ate him, my friend. Wait, it actually ate him? I missed yeah, that. He's right by the dragon. Oh, okay. No, never mind. I'm outie. Yeah, I'm gonna... Oh, actually, I, f- I did forget one thing. If he dies, you're all trapped in the nightmare. Greg, when that acid hit you, it fucking hurt so bad. I would imagine. He said that, like, stuff would hurt, but, like, I meant, like, that would have just killed me, so, like... No, but when when those crossbow bolts from the things back in the last town hit you guys, you didn't feel anything. Gooched over with my comrades in the uh, fucking <laughs> direction. Unless Grogoog wants to go, it's Truxton's turn. I'm going to interject my action. I'll move to the little gnome. I will hit him with a cure light. I will look to the dragon and speak to him in Draconic and say he brings great dishonor to his own blood and hope to God I can live for the next round. Um, oh my God, Jeff. 
here's the thing though. Your cure light wounds didn't do anything. Oh great. <laughs> and the dragon five foot steps up. Oh, bring him. Okay. Fight attack. Miss. Thirty-five. Yeah, that's only barely. First claw. Roll the natural five on the die. Twenty-two. Uh yeah, oh, uh. Thirty for the second cloth. Now the tail slap. <laughs> Ow! Ow! Fuck! That's a nineteen. The nineteen won't hit. And two wings. Twenty-nine. And a two on the die, so that misses. So you got. I got. Five. I have. I have ninety HP to go. Bring it, bitch. What's your What's your normal HP though? Uh, forty-seven. I only been hit once for not very much. Okay, so you get uh, forty-two points of damage. Ah, uh, five. What were you at at normal hit points? Uh, 40. Uh, you're unconscious. Uh, actually, I'm not, Derek. I'm an orc. I'm still up. Oh, you got them ferocity. Uh, okay. Fuck it out of here, boys. <laughs> um, Cyrix, it's your turn. I'm going to hold my action. Grogook. Uh, at the start of Grogook's turn, I'm going to uh, trigger Compel Alacrity. What does that do for me, Sam? Uh, you can move out of an enemy's reach. So. Okay, so that's my free action. I uh, shunt back very well. As a fr- I can actually do it as a free action, I think. Uh, yep. Normally, I would not be able to actually use that, Sam. Good save. I'm going to... Oh, God, I only have 30. And uh, as that turn ends, I, I fall down. Wait, does healing work here? I mean, as far as you No, know. I'm not even trying it. Uh, well, I'm saying I held my turn. You could hand me your wand and I could go heal Grogook. No, let's just die to this dragon. What are you doing? Do you want to go now? Truxton, can you, will you give me the wand? Sure. I mean, it's not Truxton's turn yet. It's Greg's. So he can't give you the wand until... Well, it's been established in canon that Truxton keeps it in his butt. So I'm just going to reach down Truxton's pants and pull it out. And then... I'm so disturbed. So <laughs> he's then... all proven in canon. This is true. And then I'm going to rush over and heal Grogu. It's arranged. You're fine. You got me. Okay, then I'm just going to shoot it at him. What, what do I have you to do? You, you can't. You got to be next to him. Okay, well, then I'm going to rush over. God damn it. Let the old man die. Don't move directly behind me. <laughs> hey, also, Grogu, when he attacked you with the bite and the claws, it, it hurt kind of bad. Oh, you think? Okay, I cast it on Grogu. I'm up. Yeah, he's up. Do I have to roll anything? Nope. One more round. We'll be fine. Uh, Greg. Keep running. Everybody keep moving! I'm gonna shoot one shot. Dang it. 15 does not hit a dragon. And I'm going to move my full speed. Into the building? Yeah. Truxton. I'll run uh, right toward the dragon. Why not? No! Nice. Alright, I'll run away. Damn dragon boy. Give me reflex saves. Truxton. Or not Truxton, sorry. Grogoog and Cyrix. Ah, my best save. save. Ah, my second best save. I get a 21. 15. Grogoog, you take half this. Oh, good, because I'm with 4 HP. 38. Cyrix, you take 38. Grogoog, you take 19. Uh, are we still double hit points, or are we back to normal? Nope. Okay, I'm dead. Grogoog? Oh, I'm, I'm literally dead. I think I'm literally dead. If, well. if, no, if you're if you had your regular HP, I don't think you'd be all the way under yet. You said 38. 38. Yep, I'm dead. The dragon flies away, but he utters this warning, and Truxton and Greg, you hear it. He says, "When we meet in the real world, Ibsiriak will kill all he finds." And the next thing you know, you all, the world kind of like fades to black and you all wake up back in this is kind of desolated part of the forest. There's like a clear opening 
like circle, circular, circular, just clear, but it's still within the forest. And you wake up. Everybody, give me knowledge arcana checks. Uh, Don't have that. Don't have it. Uh, also, I want to know that Gorgug has died many times in his dreams. Nothing new. Try my untrained knowledge arcana check for five. Twenty-two. <laughs> You're all still in the mindscape, and the only person who could get you out was just murdered by a black dragon, and that's the end of our broadcast week. Ah, oh, fuck. Mindscape adventures. And welcome to my fucking personal homebrew of hell. Oh, he's only a challenge rating eleven. There, who whoop his ass by level? Yeah, maybe. You can file a complaint with someone. <laughs> The dream police. Is this our punishment for the last boss fight being too easy? Is that it? We're we done? What's happening? Is, is Derek on a break again? It was yes. the end of the broadcast. podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo.